and welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Good morning. It is just such an incredible privilege to uh, be able to share with you this morning to share what's going on in my heart, what I'm working through. And I really hope that as I present that to you today, that it will encourage you, that it'll bring hope to your heart. And uh, so thank you so much for joining us this morning. And for all the women out there, especially if you are sitting next to a woman, I would like to say this to you today. Will you treat her gentle? Will you celebrate her courage and her strength today? Will you thank her? Will you forgive her? Will you hold her? Will you love her? Um, It is such an incredible privilege to be a woman and to have people in my life that celebrate me. And I trust today that you will feel celebrated, that you will feel safe and that you will feel loved. So this morning as we start, I'm actually going to ask you to do something with me. All right. I want you to take a really deep breath in. Take that breath in. Good, and I want you to exhale that shh. And then for all the skeptics out there who didn't do it the first time round, I want you to take another deep breath in. Take that breath in. Good, and exhale that shh. By the end of today, you would have taken approximately 20,000 breaths every day. Yesterday, 20,000 breaths. Tomorrow, 20,000 breaths. And we do it so subconsciously, most of us so effortly, we don't give it much thought. But take that breath away and we will really know about it. You see, our our respiratory rate, our breathing is one of our vital signs. It's what they're going to check when we are in ICU and they're wanting to know how we're doing, whether we are alive. Our breath signifies life. I think of when a baby is born and they take their first breath and it marks their life on this side of eternity. I think about like if we were to arrive at an accident scene or when paramedics arrive at an accident scene, the first thing they want to know is, are they still breathing? Because breath signifies life. It indicates that there is life. And just lately, I, um, I've really been so aware of, of breathing and have realized what an incredible gift our breath is. That as God has given us this gift of breath to live, it signifies purpose. And um, I've really just made it a, a conscious effort to be so grateful and thankful for that breath every day. There's a scripture in Genesis 2 verse 7. It says, Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. And like I said to you just recently over the last couple of months, um, this concept of breathing has really been on my radar. And most of you will know um, that I'm a physio. And over the last couple of months, the people that um, have come into my physio rooms for treatment, um, it's been because of stress. 
Uh, I think we've been through an extremely stressful time and there have been so many people that have come in and they've laid down on that bed and they are stressed. And as I start working on them, I'm consciously trying to find their breath, to see their chest rising and falling. And you won't believe that on so many of them, I can hardly detect that breath. They even come in and they, they're talking to me, explaining what's going on, and they're losing their breath. There's this quote that I read. It says, the way you breathe is the way you live. The way you breathe is the way you live. And right now we are living fast lives. We are living stressed lives. And this is, this is coming out in the way that we breathe. Have you ever watched a baby breathe? I think of when we, you know, when Zion was born and we used to just watch him, you would see their chest and their tummy rise and fall and rise and fall and their whole body was involved in this process of breathing and it's called full body breathing. They breathe freely, they breathe optimally. And I don't know where it happens, somewhere between the age of 2 and 12 or 2 and 22 or 2 and 32, that we lose this free, optimal breathing posture. So I'm going to ask you to stop again and take a really deep breath in with me. Take that deep breath in and squeeze it out. Now I want to explain to you that when we're breathing, there is something that is happening, right? There is an exchange that happens. Now, I really want you to hold on to this word exchange because it's going to come out as I speak today and it's really going to help us to sort of draw the analogy and understand what, what I'm needing to say. But as we breathe in, there's an exchange and it's called a gaseous exchange, right? As we breathe in, we take in oxygen that moves into our lungs, all right, that oxygen is exchanged in our lungs. It moves through our bloodstream to our cells. And oxygen is essential for the processes that happen in our cells. That oxygen is essential for life, right? That oxygen gets taken up by our cells. Our cells do what they need to do. And there is a waste product that is produced called carbon dioxide, right? And this product, if it stays in our body, is toxic and it's poisonous to us. And so as we receive that life-giving oxygen for optimal body function, our bodies release this toxin and this waste product called carbon dioxide that we need to get out of our bodies. And as you can see, there is this exchange that is taking place in our bodies. But so much depends on us breathing well. So much depends on us breathing well. And like I described, as people have come in over the last couple of months and they've been stressed, I am seeing that they are not breathing well. I, at times, am not breathing well. And I'm sure for you, you will find at times that you are not breathing well. Looking at a lot of the research, um, to see the, the negative effects of shallow breathing, right? Now, shallow breathing happens when we are in a stressed situation that we need to breathe shallow. 
but we are finding that we are in this prolonged, constant state of stress. And when we breathe in a shallow way, our bodies remain in a cyclical state of stress where we have way too much carbon dioxide, way too much waste staying behind. We have way too little oxygen coming in, that life-giving source that helps our cells do exactly that one, what they need to do, the processes that need to happen in our body. All right, our stress is causing shallow breathing. Our shallow breathing is causing stress. This horrible cycle that just keeps going on. And there are many long-term effect, long effects of shallow breathing. Right? Some of them include stress-related illnesses, sleep problems, respiratory problems. Our immune systems are weak as a result of this shallow, ineffective, inefficient breathing pattern. We have high blood pressure. And I think there are so many other effects of this poor breathing pattern. But luckily, we are able to do something to change that. Consciously, we can pay attention to the way that we are breathing and try and optimize the way that we breathe. Research shows that um, there are so many incredible effects of this deep, controlled breathing. You see, when we breathe in deeply, we are able to decrease our stress and increase our calm. You see, when you become stressed or anxious, your brain releases cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And by taking deep breaths, we're able to slow down our heart rate. More oxygen is able to enter into our bodies that communicates with our brains that we can relax, all right? Another effect of this deep breathing is that it can relieve pain, it improves our immunity, it increases our energy, it lowers our blood pressure, it improves our digestion. And the reason why this happens is that when we breathe in deeply, we are able to optimize that exchange that takes place. Like I spoke earlier, right? We're taking in something of a life-giving source to release something that is toxic, all right? And when we breathe correctly and we breathe deeply, we're able to optimize that exchange. And when we optimize that exchange, it leads to life. It leads to processes in our body um, happening correctly. And when we don't do it well, it leads to a breakdown. It leads to cell death that leads to damage in our bodies. And so needless to say, as I said, my patients have been coming in and it's really been a goal of mine over the last little while to teach them to breathe. And you won't believe how liberating it is for them that when they leave, leave my rooms, that they feel far more relaxed, not only because of the treatment they've received from my hands, but because I've shown them the power in breathing well. And so you're probably sitting there going, all right, Nat, listen, this is not a physiology lecture. What's up with uh, this, this info, all this information regarding breathing? Well, as I think about that and I look at how just using, um, teaching my patients to breathe well and the effects of it. It's made me think of another beautiful exchange that takes place 
that brings life. Another beautiful exchange that takes place that brings life. You see, sin entered into this world through Adam and we all sin. In Romans 3.23, it says, All have sinned and fall short of God's glorious standards. All, all have sinned and fall short of God's glorious standards. And the wages of sin, the penalty of the sin is death. It goes on to say in Romans 6, verse 23, For the wages of sin is death. For the wages of sin is death, and then there's this word, but. And I thank God for this word, but. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus our Lord. But Jesus. I want to take this opportunity to just read a scripture to you from Isaiah 53, reading from verse 5, and this will be a scripture you're so familiar with. You've probably heard it so many times, and even if you're not a churchgoer, you've, you've maybe heard this around Easter. In Isaiah 53, verse, reading from verse 5, it says, But he, Jesus, was pierced for our rebellion. He was crushed for our sins. Think of that word, exchange. He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be made whole. He was whipped so that we could be healed. An exchange had to take place to bring forth life. That exchange had to take place to bring forth life. Here's another scripture that so many of you will know. And like I say, even if you haven't been to church, you would have heard this one before. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. I want to say that scripture again, and I want you to think of the exchange that takes place. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. I want to read another scripture to you. It's from 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. It says, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering, to be that exchange for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. And I trust that these scriptures that I've shared with you have started to paint that picture of another exchange that happens where in our bodies, um, I spoke about that gaseous exchange where we have to take in the oxygen, that life-giving source, to give out that which is death to us, that is toxic to us, that breaks us down. We give that out. There is an exchange that takes place. Well, there is another exchange that took place to bring life. I want to elaborate a little bit on what this exchange looks like. You see, Jesus was punished so that we might be forgiven. Jesus removed our sin 
so that we could be in right standing with our Heavenly Father. Jesus removed the power of sin so that we now have the power to live a holy life. Jesus took my shame and gave me his glory. He takes my sorrow and my regret and in exchange for his hope. He takes my anxiety in exchange for joy and peace to fill my heart. He takes my fear of rejection in exchange for being adopted into his family. You see, ladies and gentlemen, there was an ultimate exchange. Jesus experienced death so that we, so that I, might experience eternal love, eternal life. There is a song by Heal Songs um, that came to mind as I was preparing this message. It says, when only love could make a way, you gave your life in a beautiful exchange. When only love could make a way, you gave your life in a beautiful exchange. You see, the wages of sin was death. We were destined for death. But God, because of his love, because he so loved us, he sent his son as that beautiful exchange that he could take our sin, our brokenness, our shame upon himself and give us life and restore that relationship with our Heavenly Father. Last week, Ramon spoke about looking up and having this eternal perspective that we look through the lens of eternity and on what's happening here and to even just draw our attention back to that today, going, we have this life here on earth. We've been given this gift of breath, the ability to breathe. Our breath signifies life. We need to breathe well. We need to be able to take in that air that contains oxygen. Take it in. Take in that life to come and influence our cells so that our body functions can be good. We need to get rid of that waste of carbon dioxide that remains toxic to our bodies so that we can really live out the purpose that God has for us on this side of eternity. But a day will come where that breath does cease. And so I want to ask you this, are we engaging? Are we aware? Have we accepted that other beautiful exchange that took place and that I believe continues to take place in our lives? Where we acknowledge and accept that all have sinned, that we have sinned, that we are broken, but that God sent Jesus to take that brokenness upon himself, to pay the penalty, to give life back to us, to restore relationship with the Father. A beautiful exchange that brings life. And so as I've spoken today, I think my goal for everyone is that we will take two things away from this morning. That as you go about your daily life and the pressures of life 
influence you and the stress of this world wants to come upon you, that you will use this gift of breath that God gave us, that he breathed into us, that we will use that gift of breath well, that we will stop and that we will breathe and that we will allow things to slow down and that we will optimize that exchange that takes place so that these bodies can be as strong as what we can make them. But that we will also engage and be so aware of that other beautiful exchange. Like I said in the beginning, there we will take 20, up to 20,000 breaths per day. I want to say to you that as you breathe that air in, that you will be reminded of the beautiful exchange that took place and that we will accept it, that we will celebrate it, that we will live in that truth, that we no longer have to live in shame, but we can live in freedom. We no have to, longer have to live in sin, but that we know our sin has been paid for, that our relationship with our Heavenly Father has been restored. And that when our breath ceases on this side of eternity, we have engaged with the beautiful exchange. We have engaged with Jesus so that life can continue with our Heavenly Father on the other side of eternity. And so I stop you again and I say, will you take that deep breath in with me? Take that breath in. And squeeze it out. Good, and listen to the scripture again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, we will not die, we will not be separated from him, but that we will have everlasting life with him. Can I pray for you? Father God, I thank you this morning, Lord, for the gift of life. Lord, I thank you for breath, Father, that we have the privilege of, of breathing in air, Lord. And I pray that today and the days coming ahead of us, that we will celebrate the life that you've given us, Lord. We will celebrate the breath that you've given us and that we will maximize and optimize the way that we use our breath so that our bodies can be strong, Father God, that we can live out the purposes you've given for us through these bodies that are healthy, that are strong, that have your peace, Lord. But Father God, even more so, we thank you for the beautiful exchange of Jesus. Lord, where you sent him to earth to die for us, to pay the penalty for our sin, to do that exchange of of, of taking our sickness, taking our brokenness, taking our shame, taking our fear, taking our anxieties. I thank you for the exchange that happened. And Lord, I pray for people out there who have not accepted or engaged with that beautiful exchange. Lord, that today as they sit watching this message, breathing, taking in that breath, Lord, that they will accept and start to engage with that beautiful exchange of Jesus. Lord, and that they may experience your peace 
settling over them right now, that peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, I thank you for the lives that you've given us, Lord. And I thank you for the promise of eternity, spending eternity with you when we have acknowledged Jesus on this side of eternity. Father God, I pray for everyone at home, Lord. I pray for your protection over them and their families, Lord. I pray, Father God, that your truth will reign in their hearts, will reign in their homes, will bring life into their homes. We thank you for this, Lord, and we pray this all in your precious name. Amen. Amen. I want to ask you if you have, for the first time, engaged with the, the beautiful exchange that Jesus made, will you let us know? Will you drop us a message either through the platform of Online Church, if you're watching there, or through Instagram, Facebook? We are available on so many platforms at Bikers Church Midrand, and it is our desire to walk this journey with you to help us experience God on this side of eternity and then to ensure that when that breath stops here, we get to spend eternity with Him in heaven. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to this message. I hope that you are experiencing the peace of breathing well and the peace of our Heavenly Father. Have a wonderful Sunday. Please join us again next week. We so look forward to having you and uh, just know that we love you and we miss you. Thank you so much. Bye. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.